Welcome to the Celebration Church Podcast. We are so glad you've joined us and we hope you are encouraged by today's message. All right, did you guys enjoy the revival? Oh, wow, wow. I, we can't wait to talk about all the, the testimonies and we're getting so many in. Uh, from this past week, and so we're looking forward to sharing some of those in the coming weeks, and I'm just so grateful for all that God did, and uh, I'm going to talk to you today kind of about where I believe God wants us to take what he did and what he's imparted in us in this season of, uh, of prayer and fasting and at the revival this past week. Before I get into the message, I just want to remind you of a couple of things. First of all, um, look, I'm teaching our growth track today, step one, knowing God. I would love for you to come and be part of growth track. That's our kind of our four-step process to get you engaged uh, in the life of the church and finding out about, you know, how to know God, find freedom, discover your purpose, and make a, dis a difference. I'd love for you to be in that class with me. I'd love to meet you uh, right after this service. And then also, I just want to remind all of us about next week weekend with Cy Rogers. How many of you heard Cy last year? How many of you heard Cy last year? And uh, so, so Cy, I mean, he had an encounter with God. He was in the middle of, of going through a sex change. And he had an encounter with God. And man, he has a powerful, powerful message and a powerful, powerful ministry. Okay, and so I need to let everybody know in this, we're going to probably do this for two weeks, this sex rehab series. When we talk about sexuality, we go there at Celebration. Okay, I mean, we're, we're going to go there. So it's, it's PG-13. And, you know, we've, we've called the series Sex Rehab. How many of you would agree that our culture needs a little bit of rehabilitation on what they think about sex, sexuality? And all of that. And size just brilliant. And, and because of his experience, he's just a, a, a master. And then, guys, he is, uh, he's going to speak at our first man night uh, the following Monday night. It's going to be a powerful, powerful night. A lot of our men's ministry for the year will talk about and launch out of that. But I know maybe what some of you guys are thinking, like, Sai is not, you know, he's not the most masculine guy to speak at man night. And I say that because once you hear Sai, Sai, Sai jokes about that himself. He'll, he'll say a few comments about that. But actually, because how God redeemed masculinity in Sai and what he has had to study and, 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 and overcome and all the things God's done in him, he really knows a ton about masculinity. He knows how men are wired. He knows the different types of men. And so actually, he is going to be an awesome speaker on, for that man night. And so you do not, you do not uh, want to miss that. It, it's going to be awesome. All right. Are y'all ready to get into the word for a few moments today? So, so listen, you know, we, we've, we've just had a great time in church this past week. I'm not going to preach long, uh, today. I've already preached uh, a couple of times today. I think this is my eighth, seventh or eighth message of the week, counting some of our staff stuff and dream team. So if I'm preaching this message and then all of a sudden I just like start preaching another message, they're just kind of all jumbled uh, in there. But I, I really think God wants to impart something to us. So here's the deal. I'm not going to preach long, but I need you to lean in and really listen. 
because I believe what God wants to impart to us is so important in how we take what he's done in us over the last 21 days and apply it to our lives in 2017, okay? And uh, so I'm going to begin reading in Exodus chapter 15, verse 22. I want to give you a little bit of context about what's going on here. God has just delivered the children of Israel out of Egypt. Just so you know that in the Bible, Egypt always represents the world. The children of Israel, they were, they were in bondage to Egypt. And man, God came down and just did a miraculous deliverance. I mean, he brought them, he parted, the, the Egyptian army was chasing them. God parted the Red Sea. I mean, he delivered them by parting the Red Sea and bringing them through the Red Sea. Come on, how many of you know that's a good revival night, right? when the Red Sea gets parted. And so now, where this story picks up, you know, the armies of Egypt have drowned. They're, the God's children are free. They've come up out of this miraculous deliverance. And man, I mean, they are going for it. They are having a praise a thon. I mean, Miriam and, 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 and some of the women, they're leading in worship. Come on, it's girl power going on right on the other side of the Red Sea. And they're leading in, in worship. But what's about to happen is now they're kind of coming out of this revival. Bible. They've been praising God for three days. Come on, they went to all three nights of awakening revival. But now they're going to start to engage just kind of the everyday process of following God through the wilderness. And see, we've come out of a great revival, a great deliverance. And what God wants us to learn is how to take what he's done in us and walk through the wilderness of life this year and apply his power in the things that we encounter. Amen. So I'm going to pick it up here in verse 15. So that's what's going on, man. It's just all great. They're, they're, they've been delivered. Everything's awesome. They're praising God. And then in verse 22, it says, So Moses brought Israel from the Red Sea. Then they went out into the wilderness of Shur. You know why it's called the wilderness of Shur? Because you can be sure that you are going to encounter some challenges and obstacles in 2017. Come on, I just made that up on the spot. <laughs> the wilderness of sure. Okay. And they went three days into the wilderness and they found no water. You guys know three days, that means three days, it's... It, it, Symbolic of resurrection power. There's, there's something that God's about to do. So there's going to be an opportunity for resurrection power coming their way. And it says in verse 23, Now when they came to Marah, they could not drink the waters of Marah, for they were bitter. Therefore, they, therefore the name of it was called Marah, which means bitter. And the people complained against Moses, saying, What should we drink? So he, Moses, cried out to the Lord, and the Lord showed him a tree. When he cast it into the waters, the waters were made sweet. There he made a statute and an ordinance for them, and there he tested them. And he said, if you diligently heed the voice of the Lord your God, in other words, if you, if you will take up the word, if you'll take the word of God into your life, if you'll diligently heed his voice and do what is right in his sight and give ear to his commandments and keep all of his statutes. I will put none of the diseases on you which I have brought on the Egyptians for I am the Lord who heals you. Aren't you glad that we have a God who heals us? He heals us. He wants us healed. He wants us whole. He wants us blessed. 
And then in verse 27, it says, then they came to Elam, place of abundance. They came to Elam where there were 12 wells of water and 70 palm trees. Those numbers representing uh, numbers of government, numbers of blessing. Come on, when Jesus is Lord of your life, when he's governing your life, he wants to bring you to a place of abundance. And it goes on to say, so they, they came to this place of abundance, all this water, all this great stuff. And so they camped there by the waters. I want to talk to you about this scene and how it applies to your life for the next few moments. And I have entitled this message, Untitled Message, because I do not have a title for it yet, but my team will think of one by the end of the day so you can tell somebody to go watch it online. Let's pray. Father, we love you. We thank you for your word, God. We thank you that this year, God, we are going to experience your power in our lives like never before. I believe that in Jesus' name. And everybody said, amen and amen. And there's so much to learn from this passage of Scripture. And just to review once more, just for a little bit. So they're, they're coming, coming out of Egypt. Man, God has delivered them. Man, what, man, you talk about miracles. You talk about the mighty hand of God. You talk about revival. They've come out this other side. Oh my gosh, man, they are in awakening, like Red Sea style, man. Three nights of praising God. This is amazing. Man, God has done so many miracles. He not only delivered us from Egypt, we saw him part the Red Sea. Man, we're walking out with spoils. I mean, everything is going great. Serving God is great. And we just know wherever God takes, come on, we ready for the next Red Sea. Come on, what's God going to do? We're ready for God to move them out. What's he, what, what's he going to do? So they're, they're on this journey. They're all excited. God's done all these awesome things. But then they start to get thirsty, right? They're kind of starting to engage Monday through Saturday real life. Now, I'm going to tell you something that I think was going on in the camp at this time as they began to get thirsty and they were looking for water, okay? Now, this is not in the Bible. This is in Stovall's questionable commentary of biblical text, okay? No, 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 here's what I think was going on, and I think you'll agree with me. It just, it, it just takes using a little bit of common sense. I can't prove it. I don't know it for sure, but here's what I think is going on. Because you guys know, watch, they're, they're just on the other side of the Red Sea, so the Bible says that some Egyptians went with them to escape Egypt. There were also locals in the area. Moses had lived outside of Egypt. So here's what I think. God's leading them, right? They're starting to get thirsty. Okay, what I think is a rumor started going around the camp was, oh, I know where we're going. There's this place called Elam. That's right up here. Have y'all heard it? Oh, yeah, yeah. So-and-so's telling me about that. Yeah, he lives on the other side of the Red Sea. Yeah, yeah, there's this place I heard about it. Water and palm trees. Oh, man, there's this place of blessing. Oh, isn't, this, and that, isn't that just like God? Well, of course we go into Elam. I mean, look, he parted the Red Sea. Man, he, he brought us up. He's done all these miracles. Man, of course we're going to eat. We're going right from miracle one to miracle two. We're going straight into the place of blessing. I can't wait to camp out under my big shady palm tree. 
Come on, you, you prayed, man. You felt God move on you during revival, man, and you prayed for that promotion. You know you're getting that promotion. You know you're going to walk in your office this week. Your boss is going to come into your office, and your boss is going to say, you are the best employee we have ever had. I hereby elevate you, promote you, and raise you. Here's lots of money. Putting your picture up on the office wall. Employee of the month. No, employee of the year. Man, man, I just, I just know it, man. Me, my spouse and I, we had this moment one night of revival and we came down to the altar and there's been all this strife and all this stuff, man, but God moved on us and there was some serious reconciliation. I just know that this week is going to be a week of marital bliss. We're going to Elam. Man, I came down the, 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 the altar, man. I've been struggling with this addiction, man. I, I just, I, I can't stop drinking and starting to use pills and stuff like that too, or whatever you're into. Man, I'm telling you, the power of God came on me. I have no desire to drink. I have no desire for, for, for those pills or whatever else you were into. Come on, before awakening, you were praying they legalized marijuana. You want them to open one of them, them pot stores, right, by your house. You know what I'm saying? So you you faking an elbow injury, so you go all up in the pot plant store. <laughs> Give me my marijuana, my elbow hurt. <laughs> that was before awakening. No, but you had an encounter with God. You repented last night. You separated from that. You felt the power of God come in to your life. And you don't have a desire for that stuff. So you're not worried about this week when you go in Publix to buy some groceries and you walking past the wine place and the scotch place and whatever you were into. You just know, man, you go, oh, man, you don't even have the desire for none of that anymore. You're going to Elam. You're going to Elam. I think this is what the children of Israel were thinking. I mean, that Elam, that was the known place for where the water was. And surely God, because of what he did in the Red Sea, well, yeah, we just, we're going to be blessed going in and blessed going out. This whole ride through the wilderness is going to be some smooth sailing. And they're on their way to Elam. But they don't find the waters of Elan. They find some other waters. And they come to this place with these waters. They drink these waters. These waters are bitter. These waters are toxic. And all of a sudden, instead of, of finding life, they find death. Instead of finding sweetness, they find bitterness. And it kind of throws them for a loop. I just read to you in the story. I mean, they, they find these bitter waters and it's like it's like they don't know what to do the bible says they start complaining i mean they, it's like whoa 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 wait wait this this is not part of the red sea revival this isn't what happened to me at awakening 2017 I didn't think I was going to come out of all this and find some bitterness in my job, bitterness in my marriage, bitterness with that old past issue, bitterness. I didn't think I was going to find that. And the, the children of Israel are like, man, man, what do we do? I mean, I don't, who knows, what were they thinking? Come on, God, you, you got to fix this. Lord, you need to bring a water purification plant up in here. 
Look, Lord, you parted the Red Sea. That's how it works, right? That's how it works. Come on, maybe we could just kind of stand at the edge of the waters here at Mara, and maybe God will part the waters, and then he'll throw some Kool-Aid in them, and then he'll, you know, purify up. Come on, isn't there that saying that when life gives you lemons, you make lemonade. Make some lemonade out of these lemons, God. Because that's how it works, right? We have a crisis. We need deliverance. We find bitterness. Well, God, where are you? God, whoa, 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 Lord, wait. You, I was supposed to, I thought, no, I was supposed to get the promotion this week. I was supposed to be employee of the year, God. And the boss did come in, but I didn't get a promotion. I got a demotion. I didn't get a pay raise. I got a pay cut. Whoa, this isn't part of the awakening revival plan. Wait, whoa, hold on, hold on. Wait, we need another revival night. I need, where's Pastor Kerry? I need another word right now. I need another word. <laughs> I've seen what some of y'all have already started looking at me. This Sunday, and here, like, y'all see Carrie sitting over there, and y'all are looking at me, listening to me, and y'all are, like, leaning towards, like, <laughs> she's here. Why don't you bring her up? Why don't you, why don't you get Carrie up here? <laughs> hey, how about how God, how about how God used my wife last night? Come on, man, that was powerful. I don't Yes. It's so awesome. And it was so God. I'm telling you, if you know my wife, it, that was just so God for her to get up on stage and, and flow in the Holy Spirit like that. It was very powerful, honey. I'm so proud of you. And uh, it was such an amazing night. And God really brought some deliverance and healing and miracles to a lot of people. Can you say amen to that? It was really... And we're praying about, we are, we're going we're, we're, we're gonna to figure out what we do. We want to do another worship night, and, and really, it was just a, 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 in the future sometime, it was really a, a powerful night. But th this is what the children of Israel think. We're, I need another word. I need another revival night. I need another fast. Well, maybe not a 21-day fast. Maybe, how about a one-day? How about a half-day Fast, right? I need, come on, I need, I need, I need the worship team back up here. I need, I need some deliverance. What this isn't, this isn't how it's supposed to roll. So Moses cries out to the Lord, and it's very interesting what God says. It says, God showed him a tree. God didn't grow a new tree. He didn't do anything to the water. He showed Moses a tree. And in the Hebrew, what it basically says is God, the, the, how it's defined in the Hebrew is God took Moses' face, turned it, and pointed out to him a tree that was already there that was right by the bitter waters. Now, what do we know the Bible says about Jesus that he was crucified on a tree, on a tree, on a cross, that the bitterness of our sin was put upon 
Jesus on that cross, but because of the work of the cross or the sacrifice of Jesus as he shed his blood as the son of God he took the bitterness of our sin turned it into the sweetness of God's righteousness and let us drink from that giving us eternal life oh come on can you give God a hand for that so Remember that symbolism. So what God says is God says, no, look, Moses, right by the bitterness, look, there's a tree. There's the cross. There's the power of the work of Jesus or the word of God. So what does Moses do? He picks up the piece of wood. Now, I know what you're thinking. Stovall, this does not look like a natural piece of wood. Well, it's all I had laying around. This is a baseball bat, handcrafted, handcrafted for Stovall Weems LSU Go Tigers. Now, purple and gold are the colors of royalty. It's obviously God's favorite colors. Am I right? So I keep this bat around in case it just gets to the point that I can't take it anymore with these arrogant Bama fans. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. The thing is, we have so many Alabama fans in our church, some of our, our pillars in our church. I mean, on the dream team, they always wearing their stuff. It's just like God's deal. It's the bitter waters. I need, I need to apply the work of Jesus. But what does Moses do? He takes, he takes the, the, the cross, the wood, the work of Jesus. We could say what? We could say the word of God is wasn't Jesus the word made flesh didn't the work of cross of the cross give us power in the word of God what Jesus did well see this this isn't a well or a pond of water but I do have a glass of water up here so we'll just pretend that that's the water and this yucky towel represents the toxicity what did Moses do look he brought the wood, he applied it, the word, the cross, to the bitterness, and all of a sudden something miraculous happened. The bitterness turned sweet. The children of Israel were able to drink, and what once was causing death is now giving life. Here's what God was teaching them. Listen, yes, I gave you the deliverance through the Red Sea. Yes, you saw my miracle working power, but that's not how I operate in everyday life and all the time. You don't need another Red Sea deliverance. You got delivered already. You need to understand that through the word of God, you take the Red Sea miracle with you everywhere that you go. You need to 
understand that through the word of God, when God sets you free, oh, you're free, but you're going to have seasons. You're going to encounter things. You, things are going to happen, and it's not going to be sweet. It's going to be bitter. God doesn't want you to run from that. God doesn't want the, that, to, that to push you back. God's showing you that, look, this is the very situation that I want you to apply my word to, and you're going to see my resurrection power come into that relationship, come into that job, come into that addiction, come into that child, come into that area in your life, come into your past, come into your future. Oh, I'm telling you, 2017 is going to uh, bring us a lot of bitter waters, but through the Word of God, we're going to see those bitter waters become sweet. So you got a demotion. So you got a pay cut. But you know what? The word of God says that God's going to work all things for the good. Everybody say the good. Yeah. He's going to work all things for the good for those who love him and are called according to his purpose. Lord, I love you. I don't understand this, but I do know it's for my good. This is a bitter situation. But God, you're going to turn it to good. And Lord, I'm just going to stand on your word in this bitter situation. Lord, I tithe. And your word says that if you tithe, Lord, you will open the windows of heaven. You will. Do you see what you You will open the windows of heaven. You will pour out a blessing. It will be so much I can't contain. You will rebuke the devourer. Lord, you will. You will. Lord, I thank you. This life has thrown me a curveball, man. I thought I was coming into this blessing. I found bitterness. Lord, I, I, I thank you, though. I thank you that your word says to Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge me, and you will direct my path, Lord. I'm going to stand on your word in this situation. God, I thank you that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Lord, I thank you that the kingdom of God is righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. God, I've, I've messed up. I feel condemned. I've found this bitterness in, in this situation. I thank you that there is therefore no condemnation for those in Christ Jesus. Lord, I thank you. And you keep applying that word, and I'm telling you, those bitter waters are going to become sweet. And all of a sudden, what once was bringing death is going to bring life. But that's not even the good part. I said that's not even the good part, Jeff. So watch. The children of Israel are thirsty, right? So they go to this place called Marah. God, the waters are bitty, bitter. Bitty. The waters are bitter. They can't drink. 
But God teaches him, no, with the, the miracle at the Red Sea, that's represented in the cross. It's represented in the Word. You just apply that power. That power is with you. Listen, you take this Word into every bitter situation that comes your way in 2017, and that bitterness is going to be made sweet. See, God resurrects from the dead. He brings life out of death. He brings good out of evil. I'm telling you, with God, all things are possible. And, and, and so they were able to drink and be refreshed and get life, even from the waters of Mara. But guess what? That's not even the good part. Because guess what was just five miles down the road? It wasn't 100 miles. It wasn't 50 miles. Basically, right around the turn, guess what was there? Elam, the place of blessing. What that means is God was bringing them from this blessing, deliverance, revival to the next blessing, abundance, deliverance from revival. But right before they got there, he just wanted to make sure. Oh, you, is anybody seeing where I'm going? Right. He just wanted to make sure that they knew how to stand on the word fight the good fight of faith, overcome. The Bible said he tested them there. Everybody say it's only a test. He just tested them there. Once they applied the word, he did a miracle there. He gave them good water there. He turned the bitterness to sweetness there. They got life there. And then he moved them on and just five miles down the road, it was even more water with more blessing. Here's what I'm trying to say. In 2017, God wants to give you double for your trouble. He's not just going to turn your bitter water sweet, but then he's going to give you a blessing on top of that. He's not just going to revive the old. Oh, he'll revive the old and he'll bring you the new. He'll give you the promotion and give you the bonus. He'll set you free from that addiction and he'll revive your marriage. I wish somebody would understand that 2017 we're going to take the power of revival through God's word and we're going to get double blessing in 2017. Come on church. Keep standing or everybody stand or wherever you are. Stand up, stand up. Come on worship team. Whew. I'm done. That's what Carrie said to me last night. How many of you were here last night? <laughs> you know, she did that. And so she's like, okay, I think I'm done. I was like, no. Come on, stay up there. You got a word from me? Well, yeah, yeah. Stay up there, keep me inside. I had her stay up there and she kept ministering and ministering. And then finally, I kept trying to keep her up there. And finally, she kind of, I don't know if y'all saw her, she kind of turned around, looked at me. She looked at me and said, I'm done. I'm done. Uh, are y'all excited about this year? You know, we're going to encounter some bitter situations. We're going to encounter some obstacles. We're going to encounter some challenges. But that does not negate what God has done in you and imparted to you 
over these last 21 days and this week. And in fact, it's just the opposite. What God has done, like he did for the children of Israel on the Red Sea, he's shown you that power and let you realize that that power is with you everywhere you go, that you take revival with you everywhere you go. It's right here in the Word of God. And when you encounter that bitterness, that setback, that disappointment, don't, don't let that thing push you back, make you stop short, what Pastor Stephen said, knock you down. No, you stand on the Word. I'm applying God's Word to this bitter situation. And this bitterness is going to become sweet. And not only is it going to become sweet, I'm going to come into another blessing on top of that. Come on, right down the road. Right down the road. Come on, do you have that? Do you, come on, do you have some fight in you this year? Oh, man, I'm, I'm, I'm ready for some overcomers. I mean, some, you got to get ready because there's going to be some bitter situations. But that's where we're going to see the resurrection power of Jesus. Just get that attitude in you. Come on with it. And it was that movie, Nutty Professor. You know, at the dinner table, when the grandmom was like, come on with it, Cletus. Come on with it. Come on with it, Cletus. You might walk over here, but you're going to limp back. Come on, the enemy might walk over to you with some bitterness, but you're going to give him the word of God, and he's going to limp. Thank you for tuning in to today's podcast. For more information about Celebration Church or to get in touch with us, please visit celebration.org.